What's up guys, it's Matt from The Educated Actor and welcome to What's the Tea? This is week three of our new mini-series uh, covering The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. And uh, this week I get to cover uh, week three, which is Recovering a Sense of Power. Um, you guys have followed along so far with Caroline and Natalie and I hope you guys got some really good things with them. Um, uh, we This has been a crazy uh, experience for me. Um, the book is actually really good, guys. It's this whole, I really do feel like I'm being like spiritually awakened as an artist. Um, so if you guys haven't tried it out or you actors out there have heard of it and been thinking about doing it, I actually highly recommend it. Um, it really holds, uh, it really keeps you accountable for the things that you want to do as an artist, whether you are an actor, a writer, or whatever it is. And I like reading how this book has helped even people who aren't even in the business that we're in. So good book. Keep going, guys. And um, let's go. Let's just get into week three. Let's dive right in. So for me, I got to uh, cover Recovering a Sense of Power. Literally, that's just, I took that as, I took that as, awakening just yourself and I don't really talk like this and it was really weird for me to, to I guess to come to terms with how I'm gonna say it but it's like really finding like your worth your self-worth and like loving yourself that's what I kind of took when I read this because everything that they cover in this chapter or I should say this week it it really just brought to light the things that have happened to me like in my creative process and just really confirmed a lot of the things that I've done in the the creative endeavors that I've done in my my career so it was really good so let's 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 hit a couple of them yeah um so it starts off with anger now anger I think is is a good thing a lot of people of course look at anger and you know, they get into themselves or they think of it as something negative, but it's how you deal with that anger. And for me, which I connected with for for this section, was anger is not meant to be listened to. And what that means is that's what she said. And so you're not and I took that as a way of like not yeah, don't listen to your anger. It it can it can draw negative things there. Um but it's anger is something to um act upon not act out and I thought that was really good um that was just really good stuff to say because you know you you use that I say anger fuels the flame it fuels your 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 energy your process it makes you go forward um I'm the kind of guy I'm very competitive where if you're gonna just really like bring me down or just say that I can't do it and of course that that gets people angry for me it gets me angry so I'm like you know what I'm going in I'm going 100 I'm going to prove you wrong it just adds more fuel to my flame that's literally all I got from that section pretty much I was like yep that's right when people want to doubt haters gonna hate and I'm like I'm gonna show you wrong thank you Beyonce because uh your best revenge is that paper for sure <laughs> um 
what else? There's something that she also pointed out in this section where she just kind of mentions like a couple of stories. Like I'll read a little bit um, in the section. It's on page 62. If you're following, she says, blast him. I could make a better film than that. Um, I can't believe it. I had this idea for a play three years ago and she's gone and written it. Um, I say that because we struggle with that. I feel like I struggle with that. You watch the world keep spinning and you have all these ideas and you're just juggling whether you want to act upon it. And then all of a sudden it comes up right in the commercial or it come, this new product that you had just comes to light. And you're like, you know what? I totally had the idea. They stole it. I should have done it. And uh, like you know, you, you get frustrated at it because you see something similar and you really have not – you really felt like you genuinely thought of the idea. You know, So that angers you out. And that's why I highlight act upon – that anger. How can you turn those those thoughts and those things and, and make it your own? And let me tell you guys, and at least in a writer's perspective, this is what I learned when I was also in class, when I took one of the things, uh, when I took one of those classes, the things, what am I talking about? Um, my teacher said, she goes, every story has been told. It's how you tell a story is what makes it different. And that totally like relieved like so much pressure or like lifted a roadblock in my creative process, trying to be original or trying to to come up with the ne the best new thing. Um, technology, yeah, probably that's something where you're like, you know what? But people like replicate things all the time anyway. So everything's been pretty much done. We've been on this earth for so long. So how do you do it? How do you tell that story? And that is your moneymaker right there. I totally believe in that. So you start feeling those frustrations or you start feeling like you're not doing it because someone else has already thought of it or whatever, how can you make that better? How can you enhance that? And just go. Act on it. Use that to fill your flame. <laughs> um, the next section was synchronicity. Um, that one is actually – I actually – that was a longer section in the book. And um, – oh, this part too, it was like you want to – when moments of synchronicity come into your life, right? So what is synchronicity for people who don't know what it is? Um, in like short and just what I gathered from reading it, it's events that occur and seem related but have no connection. And I'm pretty sure we've seen a lot of that in our lives. Um, and this is funny because in my notes I saw – I was looking at anger and you act upon anger. I was saying act upon it. I actually meant act upon your, synchroni uh, your synchronicity. But now talking through it, act upon your anger. But don't act out. Act upon it. How can you use that? But anyway, moving on. Synchronicity. Again, act upon it. When you see, I feel like those are, again, I don't know who people pray for. I'm not trying to get preacher or whatever. But I feel like those are just signs from God, you know. Um, when those moments just kind of play out in front of you and then, they just somehow, some way, a day or two later, just another thing happens and it just connects with that moment that it happened before. I feel like those are the signs from God that are just like, yes, that is meant to happen in your life. Or yes, that is supposed to be. This is him giving you a sign to, to act upon whatever that event is. Um, this is not in storytelling, I guess, or just as a actor kind of point, but it's like an example of synchronicity, I guess. I, uh, my best friend, who I haven't seen in like the longest time. And I think I'm telling this story because of like pandemic reasons, because of just trying to find entertainment in our lives or whatever. But 
uh, my best friend told me about this particular wine that she drinks. And she said it's her favorite and um, uh, that I should try it. And I said, okay, cool. And I tried to look for it like at a store and that store didn't have it. And then I'm like, where did you pick this wine up? And she's like, oh, it's at this grocery store. I said, okay, cool. And I'm like, go grab the wine from the grocery store. And I said, and if I can't find it, I'm just going to grab my usual cheap wine that I that I usually get. It's cheap. It's good. It does the job. Um, so as I was like up, walking up and down the, the wine aisle, it's so funny how we talked about that's my wine and her wine because when I went to look at it, the wine that she was talking about was literally shelved right next to my wine. And I'm like, oh. This is just how you know we're supposed to be best friends. Our wines are next to each other. Like, I thought that was, like, the most, like, <laughs> uh, eye-opening confirmation of our friendship. And I was, like, I just went wild with her. You guys might think it's corny, but whatever. But that's my example of synchronicity. Um, but when we come into terms of, like, acting, right, um, sh uh, Julia uh, mentions just different things, different stories of what that can look like. Uh, like, what does she say here? There's like one where she says, uh, a writer acknowledges a dream to go to film school. A single exploratory phone call puts him in touch with a professor who knows and admires his work and promises him that the last available slot is now his. So like with that, right, it's, it's one of those, um, one of those things where it's like, well, you know, you kind of asked for it. You're hoping for it. You're dreaming about whatever it is that you want. And the, I, that idea presents itself to you, you know, and now it's what do you do? <clears throat> and I love how she pointed out that that's like a moment of fear for us, you know, and it's one of those uncertain, um, those uncertain feelings and the decisions we're going to make. And so um, I love how she just said, you know what, those are the signs. And I totally 100% agree. If something like that, if a moment of synchronicity comes up in your life, act upon it. You'll never know. And I hate living a life of what ifs, you know, so why not just do it instead of dwelling on that and just keep thinking, what if I, what if I did do that? What if I did go to the audition? What if I did answer that phone call because I was too scared to actually, you know, do good? I was actually scared to, to write that or whatever, you know, act upon it. Yes. Moments of synchronicity, those are signs. Act on them. <laughs> Um, so moving on to shame. That's the next section in this uh, chapter. Shame um, is another, you know, it's another thing where we as artists kind of get a lot of, you know, whether we're successful or not. Um, as artists like myself, uh, I am in that point where, you know, I still have to really put my foot down or I um, put my foot down. I have to really make my mark and get my foot in the door. And so those uh, moments of shame in my life can really set me back and people who are in my position can really set us back because, you know, we, we, we feel like, you know, it, it, like she said in the book, our, our art is, is like a child, you know? So when we're being shamed about our children, it makes us feel some kind of way. It makes us feel, um, you know, upset and scared of doing, of moving forward in what we're trying to do. You know, it makes us second guess ourselves. Um, and what she said in this section, when we are presented with shame, a couple things, uh, she says, we must learn to be self-protective. Um, we simply cannot allow the first negative thinking to take hold. Yes, totally. Yes. That was a great, 
um, eye opener there for me particularly. It was we must lean to we must learn to be self protective. Um, I kind of am that person where um, I kind of am like you know what if if I wrote it and somebody thinks it's bad then it must be bad, you know because it is. I'm not I'm my own worst critic but you know i i enjoy it because obviously i wrote it but it's what matters is what other people think it really isn't guys it really isn't what don't don't make art don't do things to please other people because you can't please everybody you know please the uh, the the idea act upon that idea and protect yourself from anybody who wants to destroy that idea who wants to derail you from that that thinking from that that train of thought right into creating whatever it is that you're trying to create and so we must be self-protective of whatever negativity comes at us and really believe that you know the that first negative negative thing because we will get criticism we all know that no matter what it is you even the best people get criticized we we've talked about this in other episodes you, we see it all the time there's always going to be someone who's going to say something so you know don't the first person who says it or brings that upon you, that negative thing, brush that off, you know. Maybe then if you start getting a whole bunch of things, then that's more – think of the negativity as more of just a moment of awareness. And now if you start getting that negative feedback constantly, maybe it's time where you don't quit, but that helps you be aware of what's not working and how do you fix that. So that's how I, I kind of kind of take that, kind of take whatever shame comes at me. Um what else uh she moves on to criticism like how to how to deal with it and there's like a whole list in the section but what i really pulled from dealing with criticism is what she says is if you make rotten art it's perhaps needed as it may be a stepping stone to your next work and that i've experienced as well um i i think you guys always hear me talk about sons of the universe right it's my web series uh, this story idea that I have been working on for years now. I think it's been three years since it's been um, since it's been produced. Um, but for me, it's been like a story that's been really that's been with me ever since like I was a kid. And the story just continually evolved year after year in so many forms. Um, and so couple years back we finally acted upon it we produced the series we got into like four episodes and we had some success with that and then um something happened in my life again if you've been listening to other episodes you've probably heard me mention this but i had to stop that that process um and when i'm trying to jump back on that train and when trying to just re reignite the spark or just try to keep going or pick up where we left off there was moments where i found it difficult for it to be the same and you know you come to realize that you know what that that piece of art probably is what it is now i'm not saying i'm forgetting about sons of the universe i'm not putting that aside but that whole experience from just writing it and producing it directing acting in it uh it it trained me. It was my first project, that big project that I've ever done where I actually had to cast people, where I actually had to schedule and produce and just do all these things. And I can say because of that experience, I 
feel at least 90% more confident in producing more work for uh, myself or for others who present ideas to me. Uh, since Sons of the Universe, I have written for other people, which I've never done before, but I'm like, yeah, I got this. Um, and so it was taking whatever kind of criticisms that I've seen, like either in comments or just from people who viewed it. And that, like I said, again, those were my moments of opportunity of how do I grow off of those um, or just to reevaluate or even take a look at it and be like, is that even bad? Was that actually? Uh, and, you know, then you assess it. And there were moments where I'm like, yeah, let me fix that. Or there were moments where I'm like, well, I liked that part. I don't see anything wrong with it. You know that's it. I don't have to please everybody. You, you know, so that, that was a good way of how I dealt with criticism to help me grow in my process. And then let's see here. <laughs> how funny. And it, it moves on to growth. And her first sentence in that section, she says, growth is an erratic forward movement. Two steps forward, one step back. That is, again, so real for me, just not even in my art, just in my life. Um, there's so many things that I want to accomplish. There's so many goals that I have for myself. And I've met most of my goals and I haven't. And uh, But in, the, in that process, I've noticed that when I do take two steps forward, if you're going to keep climbing, if you're going to be consistent, if you're going to keep going, they're for sure are going to be setbacks and you just have to prepare for that and know that even though you did take a step back, you are still growing. Those are the things that you don't want to uh, uh, dwell on, you know, because you also did take two steps forward. So if you keep in that, that mindset and keep pushing yourself and keep growing and whatever it is that you're trying to do, you're going to get there. Um, and it, it holds, tr it, it holds true. Uh, Sons of the Universe, again, it was another long process. And once we thought we had it in one thing, we, we, we lost another thing. Uh, you know, we thought we had the scheduling right for, for one day, but then an actor drops out or um, something happens in that actor's schedule. And now we have to redo everything or now we have to uh, uh, change this, this, the shot list or just change the schedule or whatever it is we're trying to do to make the best of our time. But that moment there, like I said, we had to fix it. We had to see what we can do and we still moved forward. We still grew because at the end of the day, because we had that step back, we finished, we finished the episode. We, we finished, uh, our production, you know? So that's something, um, that I think was really important to point out for you or for whoever's listening in, in just their process about um, um, reigniting their self-worth or just, you know, what it, like I said, the or what she said, the title of recovering a sense of power. To me, your power is your self-worth and your confidence in how you move into your work. Um, and yeah, I kind of moved pretty fast in, in this, in this, uh, the section because it was just really good stuff um and then the last thing that she mentions in this section of growth um i love how she said god helps those who help themselves something she pulled obviously um from her spiritual beliefs <laughs> but um i love that because i am a firm believer of 
people asking for help. And I will say that is an opportunity of mine. I am definitely an independent guy and I love figuring, okay, I don't love it, but I feel it is my need or my duty to not ask for help. I get uncomfortable asking for help. I feel like it, um, I feel like it makes me feel stupid sometimes. I'll be like, well, why couldn't I figure that out? Why couldn't I do it? I'm going to get this. I got this, you know, but I really don't, you know, people need, you need to, we need to help each other people do need help. And so you need to seek the help that you want. If you really can't figure it out, there's no wrong in asking for help from people who can help you. Um, you know, there's those um, moments where I just feel like, uh, I, I don't know, what am I saying? Let me start over. There was a moment where I just um, set myself back literally because I did not want to ask for help and that was just my pride getting in the way it was about um like an editing thing for for Sons of the Universe again and um I had gone through like a little crash course lesson on how to uh, work this program and edit this scene and I kind of forgot and I literally all I had to do was ask for help and we could have gotten that one thing done, but I was like, no, I learned this. I got this. I, I need to figure it out. Uh, it's, I'll be better for it. And I ended up hurting myself and hurt the process because I was dwelling on this one little thing who was, who I could have just asked the guy, my roommate who lived with me and just been, Hey, how can I, how did you do that again? Or could you help me with this part? Because I forgot, you know, something simple like that. You know, so that 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 quote, God helps those who help themselves, you know, that comes in many different ways, of course. You know, I think that one was just very on the surface and very simple. But, you know, you I think basically what it's saying is you just need to keep moving, keep growing. And and that that will be the help that you need. Help yourself get the information, get the knowledge Um read an acting book we hear this go to the gym take another course in college to help you with whatever it is you're trying to do you know get don't don't let others do it for you you know that's the difference than asking for help ask for help and how do you learn from it don't ask for help and have them do it for you now that's not growing it's how do you collaborate how do you use that information to do it you know ask for help and then you you listen and then you do. As long as you keep doing things and you're in the doing, you're going to keep growing, I feel. Um, that's worked for me. I know it's worked for other people that I've seen succeed. Um, and it's just like one of the lessons I heard in like from my professors and stuff, you know, be a doer and you'll grow. You'll keep growing. Um, and that's pretty much it. I, I freaking feel like I blazed through that, guys. I'm sorry that it felt really rushed or really fast but i think it was the adrenaline of of just <laughs> of like awakening the the your my power <laughs> that's ill that was so gross but um again you guys are probably listening to me like what the fuck again this is so weird not doing it with my co-host but it's it's fun i'm glad i got to talk about this i'm glad this got to be my chapter because i think oh moment of synchronicity these are the moments where I'm like, you know what, I don't, I doubt myself or I second guess myself or question my abilities. And here's this chapter falling right in front of me telling me to just 
fucking love yourself and do your shit and you should be fine no matter if your art is shit <laughs> or not but you'll never know if you don't keep going and complete that so you know i i am glad i got to do this um after that you know there's she goes in on every section of the book she has tasks for you to do now those are um lists um that i've made for myself and how i can uh, conquer those um on my own time it's been a pretty busy uh week um, going up to this so i'm kind of surprised that i got to fit this in um but I made sure I made time for it because this is something that I was excited to do. Um, what else? Let's see. Um, <laughs> I feel like I should have checked in before. I feel like that was something I should have said. Let's just say, like, how am I doing with um, this process? Um, the 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 book is is great. I have to find my my commitment again to my morning pages from last week that one is something that is i think essential and she says it in the book uh but there's no excuse i don't want to have an excuse for what i'm doing of why i skipped a couple days of my morning pages but i'll be honest i will own that but in the time that i did commit so far to the morning pages guys like i'm not going to share my my stuff but it for sure has awakened ideas for sure it's made me comfortable with the ideas that i was thinking of and, and acting on it and writing about um and i can just confidently say that i think i want to move forward and and write a script you know and I, i'm not that's all i'm gonna say i don't want to reveal my morning pages but that's just a testimony of how this process works i guess how I feel like it, it's truly something that I think artists should commit to, to try. If you're in a position like myself uh, or Caroline or Natalie, you know, we're trying to figure out, we're trying to figure it out and we're trying to uh, awaken our artists or keep our artists fresh. Cause I don't know what level Natalie and Carlo are in, but for me, it's about rebuilding that that confidence rebuilding the the creativity and just being okay with what i'm doing and pushing me forward and that's what i think this book is doing for me so far and helping so i recommend it so yeah that's it that that was very fast again i feel um but hey if there's something that you're you're questioning or you're like dude i didn't hear what you were saying or expand on that more or i don't know what she meant by that or whatever you're talking about was like pure stupid i mean i want to know about it let me know hit me up or uh, hit us up <laughs> on our instagram at official tcast and our email address what is our email address wow guys i am horrible it's just because i can't think right now i'm actually recording this um in a moment where i'm like about to pass out because i'm freaking starving Maybe that's why I'm going fast too, but uh, the the stuff the stuff is good. It's good stuff, guys. So week three, that's me. I'm gonna cut it off right here. Stay tuned for our episode this month. There's some really good things that we're gonna talk about, and I think I'm allowed to say it. I'm gonna say it anyway. So Nat, Caroline, 
I am sorry if I wasn't supposed to mention, but we're going to have some guests on our next episode. Some, uh, I'm excited for these ones and kind, kind of seeing um, what their brains are uh, thinking about for the topic that we're going to be talking about for this next episode. So stay tuned for that. Keep tuning in. Thank you again, guys, for listening and supporting The Educated Actor. And um, let's keep the conversation going. Hit us up. Um, keep listening in. We're going to keep diving into the artist way. And um, yeah, that's it, guys. I will see you next time. Or talk to you next time.